1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Welcome, Monday, February 11th, in the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. How we doing? Goon Squad, what up? With your boy, The Closer. What's good? It's your boy. And then my boy, Jim Day. Fantasy Taz. How you doing, brother?
3: I've uh, been better, Chris. Day didn't start out well today. Oh, really? What yeah, I, I was out doing some errands and I rear-ended a guy. And Oh, no. Get, yeah, I get out of my car. He gets out of his car and it's a dwarf. And the first thing he says to me is, I'm not happy. And I said, well, which one are you then? And that's when the fight started.
2: <laughs> You're lying.
3: Are you lying right now? <laughs> no, I'm not lying. Yes, of course I'm lying. <laughs> but
2: did you actually get into an accident or not?
3: No, of course oh, okay. not. I haven't had an accident in 47 years.
2: Very good. Jim, safe driver. Safe driving. Very important. So this weekend, we saw the inaugural season. And uh, just the inaugural everything for the AAF. What'd you think?
3: Oh, it had some really good points. Uh, you know, some good, decent football. Uh, the one, you know, one big thing was defenses were definitely ahead of the offenses so far. Uh, you know, but that's to be expected when you're only they only had five weeks to try and get together. And then the other fun point was, you know, in fantasy at least for the fantasy for trying to figure out who was actually playing. Uh, because the names of who were playing were changing consistently uh, right up until game time for some of these teams. A couple of guys that were thought to be starters in big positions actually were inactive and things like that. So it was kind of nuts, but it was fun nuts.
2: No, I watched, uh, I say, parts of most of the games. I think I missed one game, Uh, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be a little sloppy, though, from time to time. As you can tell, Um, my boy Berkovici gets crushed. Didn't see that guy coming. He was right in front of him. Wasn't even his blind side. Just gets crushed. So he came out of the game. Two quarterbacks got benched, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
3: know Berkovici. Who was the other
2: one? Uh, Hackenberg. Oh, yeah, well,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure most of us saw the writing on the wall for that
2: one. Yeah, I know. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, you know, all these quarterbacks are guys that aren't really capable of playing in the NFL as a starter. Uh, I guess not even really as backup. So it's hard to tell who's going to be good. That's why I wanted to catch these first two weeks before I even touch betting it. But I'm sure people have made out. Um, taking the under. Uh, you know,
3: yeah, the unders smart. were definitely yeah. the big numbers. Uh, the only one one team... P- one game went over, uh, the other three all went under. So that was definitely the big bet. Gabe was all over that last week. Yeah. Um, so good for him. Um, and I told him, I'll tell everybody else, I mean, if you're really into DFS, try it for A-F-F, AAF? then uh, Fanball already has uh, DFS for it. They had it this past weekend. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to try DFS, it's right there for you guys. Uh, give it a shot. I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet.
2: <laughs> I see. I think I might give that a shot before I start betting on these games. I want to see one more week because maybe you're right. Maybe like, I feel like the defenses, need, uh, the offenses need to catch up to the defenses and stuff. But we did see some de- good quarterback play here and there across the board. You had the guy Woodside looks very good. He throws bombs. He throws straight bombs. That guy. Uh, he is a little erratic, and he seems like too much of a gunslinger, but he seemed all right. Woodside, he was actually number 2 in passing yards uh, for all the teams uh, behind John Walford of the Arizona Hot Hotshot, two the favorites, and, you know, the bookmakers got that one right because they looked very, very good uh, offensively to open the season. Um, yeah, two
3: two 275 passing yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I'd say so. Every, <laughs> other, every other team was having a hard time getting a touchdown.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, will we— the Orlando Apollo scored, what, 40 points?
3: Something true, like that? True, true, uh, yeah. But a uh, lot of Garrett, it was defense. Garrett, well, Garrett Gilbert played well. He, he threw for over 200 yards and two touchdowns in that. Um, and, you know, I think he had the highest yards per attempt in, in the whole weekend, too. 9.1 yards per attempt, so yeah. not a bad number at all.
2: Yeah, so that's a team to watch out for, Orlando. But I think maybe Atlanta is just really bad. I don't know yet. So I got to figure that one out. See when Atlanta plays another team. I got to check the schedule for this week. Then you had Luis Perez. He looked pretty good. He looked solid. I liked him maybe the most out of everyone, but but besides Walford. Yeah,
3: I was going to say besides Walford. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Perez played really good. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Uh, 252 yards, I think passing. Yeah. Uh, no touchdowns at all, though. But he did have a a two-point conversion. Mm -hmm. I I do like. See, there's definitely things about it I like. I like the fact that they're letting them hit guys like the Berberovich heat. I mean, that was a a flat-out good hit, shoulder to to the chest. Nothing bad about it. It was a hard hit, sure, but in the NFL, that would have gotten a flag and. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that's what football's all about.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, in the NFL, they would have called him for maybe helmet to helmet because it was kind of high, I guess. It was a high. Oh, they would
3: have called him for something.
2: Yeah, they would have called him for something. <laughs> I mean, Berkovici had no clue it was coming. That guy was right in front of him. I, I don't know. This guy, Berkovici, was throwing horrible picks, too. He got benched. He did throw for 176 yards, though. I mean,. You could see where he has talent, but he's just not a great decision maker and he's stiff in well, the pocket. Well, see,
3: wait, 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 wait. We got to back that up. It's so hard to... It, well, it's so easy to make these kind of judgments. Yeah. But in fact, it, it's really hard because... We don't know if it was him making a bad throw on those interceptions or, the or receiver. a receiver not making the right read. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's really hard to, to oh, just throw him under the bus. I mean, the team did. I get it. They, he wasn't moving the team, so they wanted to you know, bring somebody in to do something different. I get that. But to put it all on his shoulders, we just don't know that yet.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of messing around because he's Bercovici and I expected something big from this Italian guy, but not really. You know, I, maybe you're right. I see a lot of quarterbacks. I feel like a lot of quarterbacks are going to come in and out in this league. Like you're going to see well, a lot see, that, of QB that's changes. To
3: be, that's supposed to be one of the things about the league is that they want to let everybody play because they want everybody to get a, be looked at by the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the things in the contract is that everybody's going to get some time to play. Right. And so I, you are going to see a lot of people in and out and... You know, craziness about it, and that's what's going to make the fantasy part of it fun. Trying to figure out who the hell's going to be on the field each week.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it'll make DFS real interesting and might pay off because you know you want to try to guess who's going to play the longest at quarterback and you know have the best game, and and it's hard to tell right now uh, because it's only been week one. Top five rushing yard leaders: Akeem Hunt with seventy-three rushing yards led the league this weekend. Akeem Hunt, he did look decent.
3: He's got the yeah, speed. Yeah, a couple of nice runs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look, there, there's a couple of decent runners in the in this league that look pretty well. And you know, everybody's going to be talking about Trent Richardson because he had the two touchdowns. touchdowns but he kind of got he only stifled averaged a little 2. bit. 2.5 yeah. Yards per carry. Um, you know, luckily the the one touchdown was nothing. I mean, it, nobody he just even walked touched right him. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other one he fought for a little bit, so good for him. But you know, everybody's screaming about Trent Richardson this weekend. Uh, he wasn't that good. He just got the touchdowns. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. I. He, but he makes the case, because he's probably going to be like one of the running backs that are a true workhorse, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's going to get probably the most carries out of anybody, anybody because of his build and his experience. Uh, but who knows if that turns out to be actual positive production. Uh, so far, two touchdowns will take it, but only 58 yards on the ground. So, right. And then you have Jarrell Presley. Uh, he had he 68. Good. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. The team he had looks a couple good. really nice yeah. runs. The, the whole team looks pretty solid. So I think he's going to benefit from just being on that team in general as well. Uh, Zach Stacy, one of your favorites, had 58, like Trent Richardson. And uh, Jaquan Gardner of the San Diego Fleet had 55. So nobody really ran, you know, all over the place. Wasn't
3: well, like because the defenses were ahead of them. The defenses were definitely playing well. And yeah. It's not going to surprise me at all if, if any of the players that come out of this league to go back to the NFL, most of them are coming off the defensive side because there were definitely a couple of defensive standouts.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A guy that stood out to me was the guy on uh, San, De- uh, San Antonio Commanders. Uh, M- what is it? Mikhail? Mikhail Mc- uh. something.
3: Oh, that's the Saturday night game. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, you're talking about the, uh, the re- yeah, wide McKay. receiver. McKay, yeah, McHale Yeah, McKay. Yeah, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he looked good. 12 targets, so too. Nice.
2: 12 targets, had a lot of targets. On the plays that he made, he looked good. He's big. He's tall. Um, Little lanky, but whatever. 80 yards receiving. Uh, I don't think he had a touchdown, but he did look solid. He's a guy that stands out. Rashad Ross on Arizona, 103 yards total. Also had two touchdowns, standout wide receiver of the weekend for the AF, you know?
3: Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, some good play there. Uh, Gavin Escobar was, you know, no doubt the top tight end. Yep. Four catches for 66 yards. Uh, you know, nice play there. And I, I got to give a shout out to one of my favorite players. Uh, used to be with the Giants, Demontre Moore. Demonstra. Uh, now in the AAF and he had a massive game, five solo tackles, one tackle for loss, one sack, six quarterback hits, wow. one pass defense. He was all over the field. I loved, I loved him in, on the team, but they said he had some kind of issues and wow. uh, off the field and other stuff that kept him from really doing anything great in the NFL, but definitely had a good game here. How old is he? Cause maybe he could come out. Well, he's fairly young. He is absolutely for, yeah, fair, yeah I, I'm not exactly sure, but I've, I'd be surprised if it's more than 27, 28. Yeah,
2: so he still has a shot. This is what's good about this league is that, you know, you, these other players that maybe are a little, uh, they had their chance in the NFL, didn't really get a good chance, maybe one shot at at being a starter and then faded away. Like even the guy uh, Cobb, the running back that used to play for Tennessee. Uh, David Cobb. Yeah, David Cobb. Yeah, I didn't really see him do much, but I think he he might be somebody that might stand out later in the season. Uh, because I saw him make a couple of good plays, uh, but nothing crazy. And then you have you well, know Alonzo Moore of San Antonio had 78. So San Antonio had two top receivers in the top four right there in receiving yards. And then you had Quentin Patton, ex NFL player, 107 yards. Led all receivers with 107 receiving yards. So, I, you know I kind of like the league. I think I'm gonna get into it a little more. I, I just tested it out. I didn't really like watch a ton, but. I liked it. I like defensive football. I'm hoping it stays a little defensive, but you have some teams that seem way ahead of others, like Arizona.
3: And oh I- yeah, no no doubt. I, I mean, the fun and gun was prevalent, no doubt. That offense, I had a lot of more pieces together than the other offenses seemed to do. Um, but you would expect that from Spurrier and his offense. There, there's a lot of look. I, a lot of things I liked. Um, I like the fact that they let him hit and let him play. That's a good thing. I hate the fact that they called the. Uh, the 15 yard penalty on Trent Richardson for uh, for um, spiking ball. the ball oh, yeah. after the touchdown. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, that's can't an be. NFL yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, you know, they're trying to separate themselves a little bit from the NFL. Then they go and call that stupid penalty. Um, mm. But I like that. I like the fact that you could hear the replay the officials you know, going through their thought progression on what they're seeing. That's a nice touch. You'd be able to hear what they're talking through with the guys on the field. Uh, was, was nice. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, there's a couple things I didn't like. First of all, a, and this is bad form on their part. Uh, first of all, it, it was so hard to find what channels the games were on because <laughs> nobody had a true TV schedule. Right. Uh, they, everybody knew when the games were, but it was very hard to find out where they were. That was a pain. Um, secondly, you know, th- this is a new league. You know, they keep referring to them as. A, a, you know, Birmingham and Arizona and Orlando and San Diego. They gotta use the full name so people get to know the full name. Right. You know, you gotta it, it should have been on their damn jersey, San Diego Fleet. <laughs> Until everybody learns the names. It was kinda stupid. They it was very hard to see if you didn't know what they were going in. You couldn't right. tell by watching the game.
2: Because you don't know the colors the exactly that, unless yeah, you're right. looking There's up. So up.
3: Much right. Um so there was a lot they, they left off and I know. They finally did come out with the app. The whole thing—they were coming out with this app that was supposed to provide the fantasy platform, and it was going to be the only place you could do fantasy. Uh, except they didn't get the out, app out in time. So, I would like to, you know, ask anybody who's listening, um, if you tried the AAF app this weekend, can you give us a call and tell us, yeah. you know, what how what it was like. What did you like about it? What you didn't like about it? Give us an idea of what the app was. It, if it's any good or not, I'd appreciate that. Um, but you know, know. Hey, it's football. I like football and, uh, you know, I'd rather watch football pretty much than anything else. I'm okay with it. Um, especially this time. Yeah, right. Hopefully the offenses get a little better. And I think if they get a little better, then we'll be in better shape and seeing better football.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, listen, it'll be fine. And you're right. They need to, for the first year, really press marketing this, uh, the names and all that stuff. Um, a couple of things that really stood out to me are, one, kicking is going to be extremely important in this league. These kickers. Nick Novak had to make a bunch of big kicks. That game was basically all field goals, San Diego versus San, uh, San Antonio. Uh, there was only one touchdown scored in that game. Yeah. <laughs> so I think kicking is going to be very important, the field goals. Uh, so if you're in a fantasy league or something like that that has the kickers, I think you know drafting a good kicker might be important in this league. And then the other thing is coaching. Uh, Spurrier coached Orlando extremely well. He did the Philly special at one yeah. point, got a touchdown yeah. out of yeah. it. And uh, Garrett Gilbert caught a touchdown on that pass. So he had two passing touchdowns, but he also caught a, t- a touchdown. So Garrett Gilbert early lead for QB of the year here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, he's going to have to fight Walford. Yeah, he's going to, Walford's yeah. a good he's one. He's not going to have to fight Hackenberg.
2: No, not Hackenberg. No, Hackenberg's <laughs> at
3: the bottom of the list, which is sad to say.
2: Uh, Ex NFL player, uh, and defensively, we only saw two interceptions by the same guy, Terrence Garvin.
3: Gar? Oh, yeah, yeah, he had a good game. He was all over the place.
2: Uh, it's odd that there's only there was only two interceptions out of all these games, and it was by the same person. I find that to be strange. But uh, I'm sure things will catch up and it'll be fine. Wait,
3: wait, there was no, there was definitely more than two interceptions on the full weekend. Absolutely, because there were there were a few in on the uh, Saturday night games alone. Uh, yeah, there was. Well, let's see. Here's
2: a problem already too. I can't find a, a box score for these games.
3: Oh, I can. I got. I'll, I'll send. I'll put it in the chat room. It's called NoExtraPoints.com.
2: So you have to go to the special
3: place. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's see that that's where we did our draft too. The the guy, um, you know, was looking for a place to draft fantasy for AF. Couldn't find it. Decided he was going to put up his own site for him and his friends. Mm -hmm. And he put this site together real quick that we've been using uh, for our draft. And I guess word got out real fast (laughs) that all of a sudden there was a place to do this fantasy. And he had thousands of leads drafting by Saturday. And his site was going Crashed. Probably (laughs) crashed.
2: Yeah, he couldn't handle it. A
3: couple of times. Yeah,
2: Yeah, send me that link. uh, And we're about to go to break. Give us a call. Let, you know, let us know what you think about the AAF um, Goon Squad Draft coming up. Fantasy Football Frenzy, 844-843-6879, baby.
1: DailyRodo.com
0: So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS.
1: Keith Irizarry is calling the shots. Everyone has been in a relationship. One person of the two is not as much into it as the other. And if you're Kuzma, you're Lanzmo, you're Ingram, whoever, aren't you giving LeBron a little side eye like, dude, this guy don't want me here. The Lakers are trying to figure out what is my relationship. You're still dating. It's just a little different. Weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844 843 6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
2: Take it to Jim Day Studios. This is a Jim Day song right here. Jim Day Monday. Welcome back. It's Jim. No, nothing today. No, no drumming. <laughs> uh, I was
3: drumming in my head. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I feel <laughs> it.
2: Fantasy Football Frenzy, Studio Thirty Four, Midtown Manhattan, at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, the closer Chris Ventura, Fantasy Tags Jim Day, and we have my boy Steve. What's going on on. Yeah. Special guest. Special guest Steve. <laughs> you can find him. He's been on NBA Twitch. Uh, he works up uh, in the, in the fancy pit of misery with me. Down in the pit of misery. Down in the pit. of... Yeah, you're right. It's down. I always <laughs> say it's up for some reason. There's something wrong there. It's wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Um. So, did you catch any AF? Uh, yeah, I caught that that first quarter of when the quarterback got laid out.
2: Oh, uh, uh, the Bercovici. Antonio, the Italian, Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Crushed. He was looking absolutely good. Yeah. looking good until that play. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and then he got rattled and threw a bunch of picks, but. It is what it is. I'm not going to lie. I changed my mind. I-, I did like the Atlanta legends. I said that was my team. They look so bad that I'm kind of <laughs> moving to the Birmingham iron.
3: Oh, that's my team. You That's can't my Birmingham. team. Roll time. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I love the, the Jersey. Night. Birmingham is my team.
2: I love that Jersey. Oakland Raiders, esque Jersey, black and silver, all black. Tremors looks like an absolute nut job with his black visor and goldy <laughs> lo- locks hairs. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Bavona up in the studio likes the Apollos I can understand the this I don't know if I feel that Jersey though I love the no, Birmingham man, talk,
3: talk Talk about somebody who's uh, Jumping on the fan bandwagon there Yeah, ready right. to go Bavona, <laughs> yeah, Take the Bavona. Team. Jump
1: on the whoa, highest whoa, scoring whoa, team in the league Miss Lippy My parents <laughs> live about two hours from Orlando I'm calling them my home All team. right, <laughs> Fair enough
3: uh, Bavona no, aren't you getting sure married in Memphis
1: you are no, Nashville. Oh, so, no. No,
3: so.
2: <laughs> no! and that Memphis team looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll they'll start they're making it their way in, you know what I'm saying? It's, we game, see, it's one game. Yeah, one game, it's man. one game, and it's the one first game of, of the entire, you know, company, the, <laughs> whole, the whole thing, the whole league. Um. So here's the thing. Birmingham, I like them because of that. Luis Perez looks good. This could be a good team. I think they're going to be one of the most competitive teams, and their defense looks suffocating. They pitcher a shutout in week one, so... I really like this team, Um, and I I think the AFF will be all right. Uh, Did you send me a box call?
3: I emailed it to you. All
2: right, awesome. So we'll get to that. And then we got the Goon Squad draft, which I want to get into. We've uh, made some progress. It's been moving a little bit, (laughs) you know.
3: Yeah, I I, I had to threaten Bob. (laughs)
2: Because he was taking long
3: (laughs) Well, he, he timed out one pick. He almost timed out a second pick. I ended up making a pick for him because he was about to time out. The second time, I just let him time out. If he does it again, I'm giving his team away. Oh, you made the – is it the uh, Arizona wide receiver was was the pick that you – No, were... no, that was the one that the, he timed out for, and the, the site gave him that pick.
2: Oh, okay, okay. That was actually a good pick, though, um, <laughs> or decent pick, I, I think.
3: Well, ninth it, round. It, you know, it depends on when, when you get the auto pick. There's some that really screw you over. There's some that are fairly decent.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're in the 10th round now. We're about to go to the end of the 10th round. Uh, so teams are shaping up over here. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about my team. What about you, Jim? You, you feeling good about your
3: team so far? I like my team. I, I Like I said in the chat on the, on the site, I mean, my team is going to do one of two things. It's either going to blow you all away <laughs> or it's going to end up dead last.
2: <laughs> I, I like it. I Listen, in best <laughs> ball, the best strategy is probably just to go with the best player available because, you know, if you're getting, um, let's say, running backs, right? Let's say, like for my, my team, for example, right? It's right. pretty good all around except for running back. These are my running backs right now. Darius Geis and Matt Breida. not good. That's it. Not good. It's not good. Not
3: good. <laughs> here's here's my running backs so far: that's Todd who. Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Naeem Hines.
2: Very good. That's very solid. I mean, Bell is you know Bell wherever he goes is going to Le- produce. Le'Veon right? Bell. Le'Veon Bell, he's a free yeah. agent.
0: Right, right. right.
2: But <laughs> do, wouldn't you agree that anywhere he yeah. goes, yeah, he's going to be a top top ten, top. Yeah, at least for sure, for sure. right? For ten, sure. Top ten anywhere he goes, uh, whether that's and the Jets don't want him, I don't think. Uh, but I'm still, I'm still speculating Raiders. Still speculating Raiders. Could be the Raiders. Uh, I could see why they would want to spend the money in that position and not anywhere else. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Todd Gurley, obviously, you know, can't go wrong there. That was your first round pick. Unless you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Unless you're trying to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> we gotta hope that's just a. Uh, you know, a, a small injury and not a mental you thing. Gotta, you or... gotta handcuff him with CJ Anderson. Yeah, don't don't say well, we don't, he, C.J. He, CJ Anderson is a free agent. You're yeah, right. He he might be gone, and That's we don't know who he. Make, they true. might get a new backup. That's true. We'll see what happens. I mean, well, first of all, we definitely have
3: to get somebody.
2: We shouldn't talk about CJ Anderson because he hasn't been drafted yet either. Uh-oh. I don't believe he has. Um, no, he, he has. No, he oh, has. He has. No. Okay. Good. Um, so. Those are your running. running backs. Your running backs are solid. I like it, but I went a different round because it's best ball. So I'm thinking I'm gonna have you know receivers. running back depth. You want receivers? Well, so my quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton. All right. Now I drafted Cam Newton in the uh, I believe the seven eight turn right. Okay. So the reason why I did is because everybody was gonna let him go and pass because they think he's gonna be out
3: for the season. But the Actually, truth, is I was is- gonna take him right behind you when you took him. I uh, was getting ready to take him
2: because the news came out on February seventh or eighth. That he, he had his arthroscopic surgery, yeah. and he, it looks like he's going to be ready for the season. He should be ready for training camp as well. So the injury wasn't as bad as they thought. The doctors even said that, and he put up some video. Cam Newton's doing some YouTube video. Of course, he has to be a ham in the limelight, the guy. That's, what,
3: that's Dude, the way if, if is.
0: you're going to miss on a seventh-round pick with Cam Newton, which ha, who has a monster ceiling week-to-week, week, that's fine. Like, right, You're, you're going to miss on someone. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm okay with it.
3: Okay, Chris, uh, man, I totally forgot something. i got to get this in before we keep going. Go ahead. Um, At the game, just got a gut feeling, no problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to mybookie.ag and open an account with the promo code FNTSY and my bookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. Yes, that's right. 1,000 smackaroos. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY.
2: 1,000 beans, baby. I use my bookie. My bookie's a good spot. I'm using it. I'm gonna. I, they need to get some AAF on there because I really want to throw some bets in there soon. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if you're in the Goon Squad draft, you want to talk about it. Because there's been some, uh, I think it's been pretty standard of a draft so far. I saw some reaches here and there, but it ain't bad. Uh, the Goon Squad has been doing well, and this is why they won championships in 2018. A lot of them won multiple championships. So call us at 844 uh, So, to continue, I have Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton. Okay. My receivers are very good, too. I have Julio Jones, of course, Keenan Allen, Kenny Galladay, and DJ Moore. Solid. Right, And one of them slots into the flex. Uh, and then I have two tight ends. Now, tight ends get a boost in this league. They get an right. extra half per reception and an extra point for every two first downs. Hunter Henry and Travis Kelsey. I drifted Hunter Henry in the 9-10 turn. People are letting him go. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take that risk, especially in a best ball. The guy could be a top-five tight end easily. Yeah. He's that talented. He was, basically, before he got hurt. He was, he was, he was being projected to be. Right, and yeah. you saw the flashes of talent. The only reason why was he awesome. wasn't in the top five is because Antonio Gates was still in the way. Yep. Now Antonio Gates is out of the way. Tyrell Williams is most likely out of the way.
3: Well, wait, wait. Uh, Antonio Gates may not be out of the way. He he doesn't move so fast anymore, so he <laughs> might <laughs> still be in <laughs> the It might take a few seasons.
2: <laughs> it might take a few seasons just to get him off the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he cannot move whatsoever. No, Hunter Henry's a really talented kid, and uh, I think... I think this was not a steal in the 9-10 round, but I think it's a, a really good value pick. And that's what you're looking for in these best ball drafts, right, Jim?
3: Oh, absolutely. You want to get the guys. See, that's the thing. With best ball, there's a couple of main things that come into play. First of all, the guys that are very consistent are good, but they're not great in best ball. Mm-hmm. You want the guys that are going to give you four, five, six, seven outstanding weeks. Um, the rest of the time you don't care cause that's what your depth is for. But if you get guys that are going to give you really big weeks at times, those are the guys that are going to, that are going to win you best ball games and leagues. Right. Um, so, you know, the consistent guys, while they're nice and, and fun to have, uh, they don't really give you those spiky weeks, which is what you're looking for.
2: Yeah. They're, they're not fun to have Jim. They're boring.
3: The consistent guys. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to uh, it. It's...
2: Like Robert Woods. Like uh, Julio Jones. You mean Oh, uh, Julio Jones
3: is come on. I mean, well, he's a consistent guy.
2: He's consistent, but he's also just explosive. And, you know, just one of the greatest yeah. receivers that ever played the game. So, you know, you can't complain about that. Plus, when you watch him play, well, you it's like, said wow, you don't like consistent wow. players. Well, I don't like the consistent guys that, like, you know, get you 14 points or 12 points every week. Like, you know, the Robert Woods, the Golden yeah. Tates. consistent They, wide they make me fall asleep. Two threes. Yeah, like the, those guys. You know, the slot guys and stuff like that. Those guys are the consistent, usually consistent guys. They get a lot of catches. They add value in PPR. But... They never really explode for like a 30 fantasy point game. It happens once in a while, but not very much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and that's what he's trying to say is in this league, you don't really need that because you're not trying to manage this team. It's just going to pop in. And that's why I didn't drift. I drifted one running back in the first nine rounds. Bold. So That's
3: bold. That's bold. That's bold. But I think that the I couldn't Palinor, help you. You guys forced me to take the two I took. Who? Oh, you those guys? Yeah, no, I know. I, know. I mean, Gurley fell, fell to me at five. I'm taking that every day. And mm-hmm. then I got Bell in the third round. So, I mean, it was like, okay, thank you.
2: Yeah, you got great value there in the third round with Le'Veon Bell, especially in the best ball. And that's the thing. Here's the thing with running backs, and this is why I didn't take them, Steve. I tell me if you agree. The, like, the first five, they're in a tier. Mm-hmm. All right? So, you got Gurley, you got Zeke, you know, McCaffrey, Barkley, and Kamara. Um,
0: Kamara next. So,
2: yeah. You, yeah. Those are my like top five right there. Ingram's going to be gone. Yeah, fair enough. Mark, yeah, Ingram's going to yeah. be. Uh, speculation he might go to Baltimore. That was recent news from the weekend. And that seems like a pretty good spot for Ingram, I think. I think that's a really good spot
3: He still wants for him. to stay in, in New Orleans, so don't be surprised if that happens.
2: Even if that happens, I'm still okay with Kamara in that top five, right?
3: No, no, I agree. I'm not taking anything away from Kamara. I'm just saying, everybody's already pushing him out the door. He wants to stay there. He's willing to take a pay cut. I'd be surprised if they let him go.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, But that's my tier one of running backs. Then if you go to the tier two, it's a very small tier to me of guys like Melvin Gordon. Uh, I would put Mixon in there. I throw Mixon in there. I would throw James Conner in there. And I'm not going to throw Chubb in there, but a lot of people will. It's like three or four yeah, guys. He, Am yeah, I missing he's somebody? There. He's there. I'd say he's there.
0: You'd say Chubb's there? Yeah, because if we're assuming that offense is going to be just as good that as is. they showed towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. he's
3: got to get it. I get the wrong. Yeah, but again, he's still a one trick pony at this point because they're not throwing. He only caught him like twenty
2: something passes, I think, this season. But then again, I'm thinking maybe that's because he only played for a portion of the season. Duke Johnson being part of the reason, blocking him a little bit, and also part of the reason just being that uh he's a young running back and Baker. Was throwing to other people. They weren't really he wasn't really targeting his running back. So maybe that uh, it, it,
3: it's probably more because Baker hasn't learned that talent to check down to the running back yet. Right. And that'll be something that, you know, will come with time. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not they use Chubb that way. Look, look how long it took Dallas to use Zeke that way.
2: Mm-hmm. It did. A year and a half. About a year. Two years. Half. Yeah. Almost two years.
3: Uh, more than that since he's been
2: in the league. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did miss four games uh before last season. Wow. Before last season, they, start, the they
0: started trying to throw him the ball, but not as much as this year. This year, they legitimately right. got him Right, and the he ball.
2: missed those four games, so he ended up with, like, 38 catches. He could probably could have ended up with almost 50. 50 yeah. um, but now, yeah, now he's a pass catcher. So you could see Chubb developing into that, but I, this year I wouldn't jump on him as as uh, a round one draft pick. I would want something a little bit safer. So in this draft, I had the 12th pick, and basically all those running backs were gone except Chubb. Uh, so to me, once you go to that next tier, that third tier of running backs – So you went Julio
0: over Chubb, is what you're saying. Yeah, I went Julio over Chubb. That's every day.
2: Yeah, every day I'm going to do that. And then, you know, I went Kelsey because of the tight end boost. Yeah. So, you know, that's different from what I normally do. I usually go running back wide receiver. I do the same thing every time. So I switched it up because it's best ball and because of the different rules. Super flex as well. Uh, I took Aaron Rodgers like the fifth. So what happened was, though, is after that, that top 10 of running backs or whatever it was, top nine, those two tiers, I feel like there's a huge drop off. And I also feel like, there's not much of a difference between a guy like, um, let's say, Tariq Cohen, and uh, let's not Chubb, but like who's around that tier? Jim, you got give me somebody around uh, after Chubb and Connor goes.
3: Oh, Dalvin Cook, uh, Fournette, uh, still going in that range, I guess. Yeah. Um, although I'm not touching well, for. I'm high on Cook. Ten, Interesting. Ten pound, ten foot pole. I'll be honest with you. Who? Uh, oh, Fournette. Yeah, Fournette, Fournette's yeah, completely be off be my list. My
2: yeah, he's not going to be uh, any of my teams.
3: Yeah, I mean, after that, then you kind of lose it for a little bit. I, right. I mean, running back, Damian Williams would be for me. Okay, um, so Damian
2: Williams is right at the top of that third tier after we're falling off the chub. You know, that-
0: I got a good question for you, actually, on topic. Go David, ahead. David Johnson. Where are you putting David Johnson? Oh,
2: David Johnson's at? in that tier, I would say. Little, I would say yeah. he's in the second tier, maybe, even.
3: I like him in the second tier, myself.
2: He might Absolutely. be at the back end of that second tier because he's a, you know, his talent. He could be a top five running back. The question is, how is Arizona's offense going to yeah, That look? team was
3: just a mess last year.
2: That team was just a mess, right? And they can't get much worse. No. So, and
3: he was still a top 10 running back.
2: <laughs> did he really finish top 10? I didn't. Yeah. Yes, I think, he did. I think he was 10, right?
3: No, I think, it was, well, it depends on your league, but 9, 10, he was yeah. right there. Fair enough. Though. So
2: that's solid. Yeah. So we'll throw DJ in there. Fine. But I'm taking Chubb out. So that replaces it. Um, and Cook I really like a lot, but I'm not going to take Cook over Julio or Kelsey in this format. No. Uh, I'm not going to take uh, – David Dave Johnson actually went before you're, you're, my you're, pick at 12. Not, so dude, you're not taking Cook m- over most of the top five receivers. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I mean, those top five receivers are just so good and so consistently good year in and year out, like Michael Thomas, Julio with, Jones. have a massive ceiling. Yeah, are still a, a high-end top five player ceiling. Basically, they'll drop 40. Cook probably won't most games. Yeah, I mean, he can. He has that potential. That's the thing about Cook is great, is that the potential is through the roof, but the injuries kind of like knock him back um, and just the fact that there's just more solid options ahead of him, you know what I mean? Um, And that's what happens. And then after that tier falls off and you go to this Damian Williams tier. Like to me, the difference between Damian Williams nah, and Tariq think. Cohen and guys like that Same isn't thing. that much. I'd rather have <laughs> Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. I'm serious. You'd rather have like Philip Lindsay, yeah. Philip Lindsay. Phillip, I would take Philip Lindsay over Damian Williams. Some people might take Damian Williams ten spots ahead of Philip Lindsay.
3: Why are you laughing? What? Tell me what you. Uh, like. Yeah, I'm sorry, but no. Okay, <laughs> tell why. Because Damian Williams proved that he's going to be the starter in a great offense. No, he proved and, that
0: he was a starter when when they needed a man to step up. We we have a whole season nope. now coming up. They could draft a third round running back
3: just there's like no they, to, to compete there's with no him. No way they're going to do. Look, they'll bring somebody else in because they're going to lose Spencer Ware to free agency. So they'll bring somebody else in. I get that, but he's not going to take work away from Damian Williams after what Damian Williams showed. He showed them he could do it all. He can run inside, he can run he can outside, catch. he can catch the ball. He can line up as wide receivers are in the slot. Um, he's great at picking up the blitz. Come on, there's no reason for them to, to look anywhere else for somebody to be their starter. They have him. Yeah, I understand that.
2: Now, you're a Damian Williams. You're huge on him. He's a truther. <laughs> and me and you are a little bit on the other side. So there's a lot of people like us that might say, well, I will take Philip Lindy over Damian Williams. And that's the problem with this Thanks. tier.
3: Can I say thank you
2: now to all of you? <laughs> sure. Thank I mean, you. Geis is even up there for me. And that's the thing with this tier. It's all thank over the you. place. You could go anywhere in this tier. And that's why I didn't draft a running back till late. But we'll get back to it. 844 If you're in the Goon Squad draft, give us a call. Uh, if you watch AAF this weekend, give us a call. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Paz, Steve, your boy. We'll be back.
1: Roto It's a changed
0: world to the point where where e sports players are considered athletes. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of people will sit in front of uh, the TV and watch other people play video games. uh, You know, to each their own. Uh, You know, entertainment is subjective, right?
1: It it shows just how where our society is going these days. Sundays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
3: Maurice Allen, 2015 2016
1: the morning after. You and I wouldn't be talking about this AF if we couldn't bet on it. I wouldn't Absolutely be talking about it. not. I wouldn't be talking Much about it. less would you be walking into a hooter is asking him to turn a <laughs> channel, man. Like, that would never happen. I even told the guy, I said, can you get the San Antonio commando game on? He looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I said, their new football league. He goes, I don't think we have that. I was like, you have it. It's on CBS. <laughs> He's like, CBS. I'm like, yeah, CBS, dude. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
2: 843 Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Fantasy football frenzy in Studio Thirty Four at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy the Closer, my boy Steve, Yo. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, breaking down AAF football. And we were just oh, saying all day. <laughs> right, well, like it's nice to have we football, football going, in the offseason.
3: No, we, have some, we do have some breaking news that's going to be kind of important with the draft coming up. Hello, okay. Kyler Murray came out today and said, moving forward, I am firmly and fully committing my life and time to becoming an NFL quarterback. Football has been my love and passion my entire life. I was raised to play quarterback, and I very much look forward to dedicating 100% of myself to being the best quarterback possible and winning NFL championships. So Kyler is definitely saying that he goes He goes on to say that uh, if you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on eSports, politics, and reality TV. Or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are so many ways you can make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signed up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match.
2: Nice. There you go. BetDSI. Follow us on Twitter. FNTSY Sports Network. Um, So, Murray, let's talk about this. First round, is he? Well, some people are projecting top 10. Some people are saying, will he even stay in the first round?
3: It's all I'm over the place. Some are saying he's going to be first quarterback off the board.
2: And yeah. that's my question to you guys. Will the Giants take Kyler Murray or would they take Haskins if both options fell to the Giants, the New York football both, Giants? As a fan, I hope neither. <laughs> I mean, we're both Giant fans, yeah. yeah. Um, so you How don't do like this draft class?
0: Nah, because I, I, we spoke about this before, where like, I basically think that bringing in an experienced quarterback is a better move for this team right now than trying to draft a kid and trying to have him well, learn. Develop. Other,
3: yeah, like... Who, who do you consider, you know, experience that you would like to Brady Bridgewater. Bridgewater or actually oh, I, well, okay, I like Bridgewater. I'm fine with Carr also. No, I'm fine with Carr no, car too. No, no, no. Carr will never last in, in New car. York. No, no, no. no Why no. not? Because yeah, I don't think he could stand up to the, the media.
2: You don't have the New mental York. capacity.
3: Yeah, I don't think so. His brother broke down. I don't think he would be able well, to do it. His brother's got a ring. His with brother us. got <laughs>
2: crushed. His brother got <laughs> drifted by an expansion team. The offensive line was the worst in NFL history, and he got crushed like fifty-seven times that season. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
3: I get you. I just it's it's in the family. I'm I no. I don't want any part of Carr. <laughs> okay, well either or. I'd rather take my shot on, on Murray. Look, I, I we all know it. He's small. He, he may not even be five nine. But we he flies. Yeah, he, he's. He can fly. Not only that, but he's got a great arm. He's got mm-hmm. a rocket arm. He and can make any throw in the NFL that you need him to. He can make. Um, you know, and we've seen other small quarterbacks do very well at, at, at this level. So I, I'm, I'm quite interested. I'd be interested to see if the Giants could go get him.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I I'm more on with Steve here. Uh, I want the experienced guy. But here's the thing. My, my assumption was going to be that bye-bye, Eli. Come in, Teddy. Come in, Derek Carr. Come in, whatever, and take over right away. Uh, learn the system, you know, during the off season, yeah. and basically, you know, come right in and fill those shoes. And hopefully, the Giants, you know, could start rebuilding their team right away with Barkley, Odell, everybody else. Rebuild the defense a little bit, the offensive line. Maybe by next year, we're a contender, a big time contender. That's what I'm thinking. Now, here's the problem. Now now that they're saying they keep an Eli, now I don't know. Because why bring in a Teddy or, you know, a car if Eli's still there? What, are they going to sit on their Eli for another year? No, they're looking to start right away. And these are guys that should be starting right away. I don't know if that's going to happen now. So now bringing in a young guy, a rookie, to sit on their Eli and learn from a great I don't want to say great vet, but a good vet. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Super Bowl winning quarterback. (laughs) He's got the experience. Yeah. He's got the experience, right? He's been clutch. Uh, You know, he he knows the system. He knows the Giants players. You know, and look at Aaron Rodgers. He sat under Brett Favre for three years. I'm pretty sure three years he sat under Aaron Rodgers. Look at him now. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the best quarterbacks uh, ever, really. Uh, And basically, I think that's important. I don't like quarterbacks jumping in right away playing. I know that happened a lot last year, and it's been happening a lot more recently. I think it kind of could stagnate someone's growth. Dude, there's a chance that if Mahomes played his first year, he wouldn't have
0: been this good. There, yeah. there is that chance.
3: Oh, that, That's just speculation, though. That's pure... I mean, there's no way to know. Well, there's any, guys, any of that. well,
0: he was historically good this year when he came in, and so far, the best rookie quarterback ever has been Baker. So... Would he have been? Was he, he as complete as Baker? Baker was one of the most complete quarterbacks to come out of college.
2: I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't get drafted till the second round. Yeah. So, or did he get drafted late in the first round? No, I think he, was, he got drafted after Trubisky. Trubisky, Trubisky got drafted like top, second. Though. Yeah, Trubisky went second overall, I believe, or first, and then. Uh,
3: but that has no no basis on anything today. I we, we know that we know that the draft process is flawed. <laughs> Oh, we yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. We've seen too many I mean, guys getting draft late yeah. that you, come up and, and be you know, great players. Tom Brady, just put that out there. Six-round draft. Antonio Brown. Yeah, Mahomes so many guys. Overall. So, I mean, we know the okay. draft process is flawed. So, you, you can't really throw that in there. Look, I love Baker Mayfield, but you know there's no way I wouldn't take Patty Mahomes over him right now. I'm sorry. I just would. Yeah. I think Mahomes is just more capable of making plays out of nothing than Baker is at this point. And
2: that's not based out of experience? Is that no, it wasn't sitting based help.
3: on experience. He played a couple of games last year. It wasn't like he had a, a full year of playing.
2: But he had a full year of being in he that system. He sat behind
0: Alex Smith, who's actually who's a smart dude. Like Alex Smith has always been solid. A, a solid, smart quarterback. He's never going to wow you but yeah. he's going to keep you in the game. So there's a lot of things that he could have taught him, small things that just with more talent that you could take better advantage of. Mm-hmm. And not only that,
2: he just learned, he got a whole year to learn everything he needed to learn about the Kansas City Chiefs, what they do. And realistically, they kind of, you know, made it the Texas Tech style of football and catered to him a little bit. So, you know, you merge, you figure it out. And I think a year of experience under your belt as a quarterback, sitting under a veteran quarterback is is, is very valuable
3: um, okay, and but- I, 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 I'm not going to argue any of that. I totally agree with what you're saying. And I, look, you know I like Baker Mayfield. But if you two were drafting in a dynasty startup draft right now mm-hmm. and you had your choice between Baker Mayfield and Pat Mahomes, It'd be Mahomes. which one are you going to go with?
2: Mahomes. Mahomes. Of course. Fair enough. Yeah, Mahomes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think Baker's going to be a very good quarterback. Uh, I just, just I think Mahomes is real it. special, first of all. You know, it's very hard to do better than what Mahomes did Last, this past year. I can't see Baker doing much better than that. I'm sorry. It's not going to 50 touchdowns and, you know, basically eight picks. It's nah, ridiculous. It's obnoxious numbers. Yeah, for a, for a first-year quarterback, basically. And I've seen plenty of rookie quarterbacks come in right away and completely, you know, fold and never come back again. Geno Smith, uh, Mark Sanchez – uh, you, know, you know a lot of quarterbacks. You know. Mark
3: Sanchez had. No, a he played for a while. years with the Jets. He got him to the conference championships a couple times.
2: I, I would say that Mark Sanchez got him to the conference championships. I would say their defense. And go
3: back and look at those games in the playoffs and tell me Mark Sanchez didn't play good. He
2: played good. He played okay. Yes, he he got the job done. That team was basically a defensively dominant team, though they dominated teams on defense, and that's what got them to the playoffs.
3: And then go back and look at the games that he played, and tell me he wasn't good. I, I dare you. Uh, those games he played very he well. Competent. In those games, yeah. he kept them in those conference championship games with his play. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. Believe me, in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. But at that point in time, he was playing good football. Yeah, I understand
2: that, but this is what I'm saying, like. I don't know if Mark Sanchez sat under a guy like a Favre for a couple of years. Maybe his career would have turned out very different and maybe he would have been still a very, you know, solid quarterback today. Uh, Because I don't know. I feel like the rookie years, the first couple of years. Yeah, he played okay, and, you know, the team was good. They made the playoffs, but he wasn't. The same. Like he wasn't he was never great and then he kinda just fell off and disappeared. you yeah. Geno Smith was just horrible from the jump. Oh yeah. Um but I don't know if these guys would have developed into better quarterbacks if they sat under someone for years. So that's why I'm Yeah, I,
3: but you just don't know. That's the problem. There's no way of knowing. Everybody's different. Just because it worked that way for Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. Everybody's different. Some of these guys, they don't want to sit and learn. They want to get on the field and play and get the experience. I'm sure they all do. You know, everybody's different that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's true. You know, there's quarterbacks that come in right away and get it done. You know, uh, like a lot of the guys
0: last year. Sometimes you end up as career next next man up, A.J. McCarron.
2: Right. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) The other thing is stat. Like I think Stafford played as a rookie, for the most part. Yeah, I think he played
0: his whole was rookie. Okay. year. I mean, dude, if you look look back at Manning, he got hurt. Look at he got hurt. Manning's rookie year; it was a joke. Yeah, look yeah. at Eli's rookie year. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And most rookie years are going to end up like Trubisky, yeah. Goff, Wentz. All these guys played their rookie year. Look at them now. You know they're obviously a lot better than they were their rookie years. So it could. It is possible. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I like that's that style and. If they're going to keep Eli a year, okay, go after a Murray or a Haskins. The Problem is, which one do you draft? I don't even like this class at all, really, that much. I don't know if Haskins or Murray will be a franchise quarterback. That's the truth of the matter. Do you guys think that either one are going to be a franchise quarterback?
3: I think they're both going to be franchise quarterbacks because they're going to be on teams that need to have a franchise and they're not going to have a choice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, but i don't know if they're going to sustain though actually, they well, I,
3: you never know it you never know until they step on the field and you know I, I, look it really comes down to psyche when you get to that point some guys are made to play on the big stage some guys aren't it's just mm-hmm. no matter how much talent they have if they can't sustain it mentally on the field um then it's not going to work out for them and that you know that's happened to a lot of good young quarterbacks. We've seen guys like, you know, Robert Griffin taking big hits and then it got in his head and he never recovered from that. He went from being a, a really good, you know, first year quarterback to being basically a, a backup for life. Yeah. Um, you know, he's same thing agent. happened with Colin Kaepernick. He's not, you know, for whatever reason, well, he's not in the league anymore. He wasn't even a starter before all the crap happened because he wasn't that good. Um, you know, they, he's running. And, and this is the part that you know, bothered me a lot. These running quarterbacks back then, the teams didn't want them to be running quarterbacks, so they all tried to change them into pocket passers and screwed them all up. Now they're taking in all the guys that are these running quarterbacks because that's the offense they want to run. So it's just nuts. Trying it, to figure this out makes me crazy. Well, no,
2: I understand. Listen, a lot of it's mental and things that you don't see and that you can't project, like you said. uh You don't know if these guys are going to have the capacity to... To, you know, shake off all the New Yorkers
0: booing well, you when you're well, doing look, bad. Three teams linked with quarterbacks in the draft are Broncos, Giants. Jaguars. Uh, not really Jaguars, actually. Giants and Yeah, uh, well Dolphins. they're figuring
3: the Jaguars are gonna, gonna end up. With free Dolphins. agents.
0: Yeah. yeah and oh. Dolphins. Uh, gonna replace Tannehill.
2: Uh I don't know. Do they want to?
3: Oh yeah, they're gonna release Tannehill if they haven't done it. Yeah, they haven't done it yet, no. they but they are absolutely they come out and said they're pretty much gonna release Tannehill.
0: Yeah, then you got Broncos. Who, yeah. who are linked to Drew Locke.
2: Okay, that you know that makes sense. I feel like they'll give Keenum another yeah. Shot. Oh no, they're gonna another let him year, sit. Yeah. They're gonna
0: let Locke sit. I, I can't right. imagine them starting him. And then Giants, which are basically so the only team that's really gonna have to start someone draft and start is the Dolphins. Okay, because there's no you're not
2: gonna have someone sit behind Tannehill. Where are they gonna learn? I know. I, I just think that that to be bad. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like <laughs> I feel like a lot of coaches would give Tannehill another shot, though, like another year to see what he does. I
0: think you know, that he's where I was welcome to
3: Miami. In Miami. I'm
2: not a Tannehill I'm guy. I'm not going
3: to be surprised if you know one of these Jaguars. teams looking for a quarterback is going to go out there and you know go go to San Francisco and, and trade for Jimmy G. I mean, right now he's the backup to Nick Mullins. Yeah, so I know. Somebody's going to be he's looking joking.
2: for him. <laughs> you didn't get it at first. Do you see what he's saying? Because I love Gucci. And uh, shout out to Beer Farts uh, in the uh, Goon Squad draft because he sniped Gucci from me right before ah. my uh, 9-10 turn. But that's okay, because I took Cam Newton at seven eight. All All right, all right. I would have took yeah, Gucci, yeah. but... So you got Gucci, something. Gucci, be good on the bench. Yeah, no, I'm best ball. I mean, who's better than Gucci in best ball? You know what I'm saying? Like, Nobody. why not? You the get values. You there, get points, yeah, you, yeah, you get for four being games, and then he's on the injured list. You get
0: extra points for being <laughs> handsome or no?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, and Italian, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> and
0: Italian. <laughs> no, 9th, 10th round. It's draft. So Chris Venture League. <laughs> this is a super flex league, mind
2: you. In a regular draft, he's probably going to go in, like, the 14th round. It's free. Garoppolo? You're getting him for free. Yeah, you're basically getting him for free, and then the value's there because more, more than likely the guy's going to throw 35 touchdowns in like well, uh, uh, the uh, team's uh, more uh, than like, uh, the team is going to be good. Yeah, and he's going to throw 30, for like you know four thousand yards. It's simple. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Jim, at, no? at, at least, at least, at, at least. Uh, and by the way, Kaepernick. By the way, okay, his last season he had 16 touchdowns and four picks. He was doing pretty well. And I think Harbaugh at the time was the coach for the 49ers. The other Harbaugh, the brother, yeah. John, he, um, or Jim, I'm sorry, I think. And, and basically, he molded his team to the Colin Kaepernick-style play after a while,
3: I think. They, he was well, the run a lot. Before the kneeling even started, he wasn't the starter anymore. He was already on the bench. But was that because of injury?
2: I'm trying to remember.
3: I'm, trying why. To, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he well, got it was Because of injury and because of poor play. And once everybody realized what his game was, and the fact was, once you got him moving outside the pocket, as long as you run, cut yeah. him off, you were good. Yeah. Um, and that was the whole thing. And that's the problem with a lot of these running quarterbacks, is they get that, hurt. you know, once, yeah, well, not even so much. They get hurt. Is said, once the teams realize what their you know predilections are to getting outside the pocket, and wanting to move around, they either put a spy on them or they do something else to counter that. And then all of a sudden their productivity goes way down. And that's what we saw with Kaepernick. That's what we're going to see. Well, I'm not going to say way down, but that's Lamar. what we're going to see with Lamar Jackson. Um. Until he learns to be more of a better passer mm-hmm. and, you know, teams have to worry about him beating them down the field, he's going to have a hard time doing a good job as just a rushing quarterback. You can't do it.
2: Yeah, I understand. 100%. I think Lamar will grow and actually learn how to become a good passer. solid I think it's, passer. it's
3: going to take him a little while. It, it's it might just, take him another year. I, I told him that this year. I didn't think he was ready to be a starter, but they pushed yeah. him in.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't They didn't draft, really have uh, a choice. By the way, about the Kaepernick stats, he did have only he did have 16 touchdowns and four picks, except for that happened in 12 games. Right. So that that's not good. What do you mean? That's not good.
2: That's solid. Look, 16-4 is solid. He's in, not gonna in, in throw 12 games. He's not gonna throw a ton of touchdowns. He's a running quarterback. So he's gonna run for more touchdowns or, or run the ball. I think he, a lot ran more for than he ran um, it'll, it'll, 331 attempts in 2016. 331 I'm sorry, not 331. Attempts? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, was wow. <laughs> no, he ran the ball 69 times for 468 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, there it is. Almost 500 yards in 12 games. Listen, you got to like some of these oh, he had guys.
3: A, a touchdown and a half average for both run, running and passing in 12 games.
2: Yeah, so 18 total touchdowns in 12 games. You figure you add the, the four more games, he'd probably end up with like, like 27
3: Wow, that went—that was a big spike right there in four more games. Nice job.
2: No way. Wow! Breaking news. Breaking news here. We got it. We got to say it real quick before we end. Breaking news: Kareem Hunt signs with the Cleveland Browns. Whoa, really? I don't. I don't see uh, why that makes sense. I, I don't trust epitomism. Where do you see that? It's. I just got this from Bavone upstairs. Breaking news: Cleveland Brown signed. Uh, But these quarterbacks need to take a page out of the Michael Vick playbook and become more elusive and not take hits. But that's Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Monday. We'll catch you all tomorrow. The exec will be back
3: later in the week. We out.